0: Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux, I am Peter, that is Connor and we talk about movies on this show and in this episode we are going to be discussing Women in the Dunes which is a classic Japanese film uh, which is actually the Patreon winner um, of the last month. Uh, every month our patrons get to vote between four movies. Um, the, 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 usually there's a theme for the four movies, this was a little bit different, this was like four random movies that were just kind of on the on the to watch list and this is the one they picked. So this is what one Women in the Dunes, so that's what we're going to talk about. It will start spoiler free as we always do, and then we will warn you before we go into spoilers. But that
1: is that's what's going to happen. So, Connor, you hadn't seen this either. No, I, I'd had it recommended many a time, but I never never got round to it.
0: Really, I, I'd never really, really heard anyone talk to me about it. This, this is one that was on my to-watch list, um mainly because of uh, of, of my Bible, uh, which is 1001 movies to see before you die. Uh, and it was one that was in there and it's one that pops up in a lot of best of lists so, so, so I've, I've kind of become aware of it because of like mm. top 100s and things like that and it kept popping up in a lot of them and that's why it was kind of uh, on so my no, radar. No,
1: no I've, I've had a few friends say to me, hey, you should watch this mm. uh,
0: So uh, what is Women Women in, in the Dunes, or sometimes known as uh, Women of the Dunes? It is a existential Joe, I almost want to call it a horror movie it almost is isn't it it almost is it doesn't quite get there. there's definitely some scenes that feel scary as shit but it it's there I mean arguably it's like a drama mild thriller and then occasionally just outright horror film but it's the kind of film where the horror comes from the fact that it's really just how scary life is and then it just it really makes it obvious how scary life is and it's like oh my god this is terrifying because this is the life we're all living yeah. oh no oh no we're
1: all screwed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's That's it's kind it's. of a hard movie to describe. Like, you know, I I didn't know what to expect mm. really going in, and and it opens with these you know Im- images, and you got all these like clicking sounds that come through, and I'm like, yeah, what are I
0: watching here? There's some symbolism to open with, and it sort of goes back to that every so often in the film. there will be like these symbolic shots of like close-ups because mm. the the opening image you're talking about, you're like, what the hell is this? And it turns out to just be like a grain of sand. It's like a close-up on a grain of sand, and then it comes yeah. out, but it's like. Is this some sort of weird alien heart that's like pulsating, and there's like all this red around it? you like, what's going on?
1: Yeah, and I was like, what, what, what movie am I watching here? What, what, what is this?
0: Yeah, it is, it's 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 strange, uh, but it's it very push- surreal at, at first. It but it puts you in this weird tone, this weird frame of mind before it, mm. it gets going, and we're interested to in this character named Jumpy, who is he's a he's a teacher, and he's an interest in bugs. And he is out there looking for this specific type of beetle or whatever that's in the sand, and he he ends up daydreaming and kind of missing his his bus his last bus home. So he's still out there on the dunes, and some some local villagers, basically and very excitedly, might I add, say, "Oh, hey, you could probably stay somewhere close by. There's there's a widow nearby who could probably you know give you a room for the night." And he's like, "Okay, thank you very much." And they lead him to this this uh, this pit in the dunes, this big. Uh, we have chasm almost, and there's a house at the bottom of this pit, and they tell him that he has to climb down the ladder to get to the house and they get he gets down there, and the woman you know welcomes him makes him makes some dinner uh they make some small talk, she says some really weird things he doesn't quite understand, and just kind of laughs them off um of course, as soon as she referred to like something they're going to have to do in a few days when he thinks he's leaving the next day, I immediately got very tense, yeah. Very tense. It just it, it just snaps in an instant
1: the the mood, doesn't it, of uh oh.
0: Yeah. Because especially since it's like there's this one like rope ladder hanging down out of this pit. I'm like, all it would take to trap him here is someone to pull that up. And that's yeah. it. He's here. He's stuck. And that's what the that's what the movie is. He's stuck in this pit with this woman. Um who who he now essentially has to kind of be a filling husband to her and she essentially lives down there and just shovels sand into these boxes that they'll, they'll hoist up later in the night and uh, I, I actually had no idea what the sand was for what, what, what the purpose of this was until later when they started talking about the use of the sand and how, who it's been sold to um, yeah. I, I was unclear as to what the, 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 the point was but they do, they do mention that eventually that it gets sold off to it, it,
1: it does have a secondary point of just not overflowing the house. Of of course,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I understood that part that if she doesn't yeah. do this every day, eventually the sand will just fall in and fill in the pit, and therefore she'll you know suffocate, and the house will be gone. be
1: drowned in sand.
0: Yes, uh, but I didn't understand why the villagers who kidnapped him and put mm-hmm. him down here wanted the sand and wanted them to keep doing this. That that was the part I needed.
1: Later yeah, it's, on to it's be... something that the the movie just kind of comes back to every so often that gives you another reason yeah. and, and kind of reminds you why it's important. Um, and the film's kind of about just the breaking of him as
0: a character and him wanting to escape trying his best, trying to convince her to help escape failing miserably and being broken down bit by bit as a character and it's, it's a very uh, allegorical film, everything's kind of an analogy for something else um, mm. and that's that's kind of the gist of it so uh, I guess I'll, I'll answer the question obviously we're not spilling the ending yet, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in spoilers but I'll ask Carl the question that I always ask. Connor: did you enjoy Women
1: in the Dunes? Couldn't decide which time to go with for a second, could you? Shut up. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it's
0: fantastic. Uh, yes, yes, I like to quit, but yeah, this is good. It, it's good. It's got so much atmosphere. Like yeah. For a movie that's set pretty much in, in a pit, in one little house, um, I think what really impressed me... Was how I could almost feel sand on my body as I was watching it at various points. There's so many close-ups of them scraping sand off of their
1: feet, or their, their their legs, their back. Yeah, there's a scene of them like washing sand off, and then instantly it's just everywhere again. Yeah, there's sand everywhere. Like, uh,
0: all all I could think was, Anakin Skywalker, Skywalker's just this is this is a nightmare for him." He's he's I'm watching I'm not gonna this. lie, it did cross my mind at one point <laughs> during the movie. I've gone, oh. <laughs>
1: Inspiration.
0: <laughs> that, this is just nightmare fuel for him. That's all that yeah. is. Uh, but yeah, I I actually think in just the production, like the the cast and the the crew must have hated sand by the time they were done filming this. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> they must have hated I, it. Honestly, I think one of my bigger criticisms of the movie is is the very obvious dubbing, because mm. clearly recording in these conditions was awful.
0: Oh yeah, because uh, dunes are quite noisy at times. If you if you oh, are yeah, aware yeah. of
1: that. And uh, but I, I could just even in a foreign language I can just hear the, the dub and I was like oh that's uncomfortable that's
0: fair I, I don't notice it as much when it's in a foreign language like there's, there's times where I'll notice the lip sync's not completely perfect but it doesn't stick out to me I, I think, I, in it, when it's in English my eyes just zone in on it right away like it's instantly off yeah it's like something's not quite right in a foreign language I'll only notice it here or there
1: I think it's, it's even the sound it was too clean mm. like it was just because there's there's still this hissing background noise pretty much all the time because you know like i said d- dunes are noisy yeah but the the, the 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 voice obviously you want them to be clean so you can understand them but it was to to a fault
0: but yeah so it, it, this film has a lot
1: of texture as as a really pretentious
0: thing to say but it's a lot of texture i could always feel sand
1: everywhere yeah there, there are so many shots where it just cuts to you just watch sand rolling down like in the wind oh, yeah and it's 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 fantastic every time
0: oh yeah it looks great it Looks fantastic. It's obviously black and white this film um but I mean, it's not that obvious because there's, there's you know even japanese films let play we, we just did samurai two last week which is you know eight years young you know older than this and it's is you know it's in color so it's not like it's that obvious but as is black and white and it like it's interesting how because i i, I the funny thing is is I feel like if this was in colour it would oddly enough be almost like one colour anyway because it would just all be sand it, it would
1: all be that orangey sand colour
0: yeah which well, maybe that's why it's in black and white because it's to save us from just too much orange maybe yeah could be saves us from
1: that I don't know but I I think I think the black white adds to it it adds, it adds to the bleakness
0: yeah, no, I think that's the true answer. Is that it does add to the bleakness because it's a very bleak film. It's very depressing, especially the further you go. And yeah. because honestly, there's a point in this film, and again, not to talk about the ending and where it goes, but there's a point in this film where I just made my mind up and said, I don't know what's going to happen at the end, but it's not going to be happy.
1: Yeah. After a while, you just you just decide that. I, yeah. I, I doubt it's the same point for everyone, but there's I think everyone will get that point somewhere in the movie. Where they'll just go. Nah, nah, this is screwed. Yeah, this is not ending. This is not ending good for him. It's the, I don't know how, I
0: don't know if he's going to die. I don't know if he's going to go near what. But no matter what, this is not going to be a happy ending. Like I, I, honestly was thinking at one point, oh, he'll, will get out at the end. He'll go back to like civilization, and he'll hate it. <laughs> and he'll be miserable. And he'll just be, you know, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll just jump off a building right there. Like I was, you because know, it gets so nihilistic at a point that I'm just kind of like, oh my god um but it is it's a lot of it is an allegory and the the simple one of course is the idea that every day they're shoveling sand just so they don't die and then the sand just keeps coming back down it's kind of the you know the never-ending struggle that just feels pointless right and it's just kind of like okay so this just represents life this is this is just going through life This this is all the pressures of life the system everything and that's, that's what it represents the, the grind of life and oh you just work so you can have
1: money but then you have to spend more money so you need more money so you can just keep yeah, going yeah you, you, get, you get your money but then oh wait you got rent or mortgage food you, you know and then oh wait I've got no money again so I need to work all month yes here it's just sand instead <laughs> I mean it, it's it's much simpler there's no arguing with that <laughs> yeah
0: but you know what? one is things interesting though is the movie opens before he uh, encounters this he actually there's a little bit of a, an inner monologue from him where he's talking about how he hates the all, all the identification and systems that we have. Like, you know, ID, driver's license, passports, uh, voter's role. He, he lists like, even more than I can call a name, to be honest. But yeah. he, he lists, like, like 30 different like, pieces of documentation or systems and uh, databases that everyone's on to prove they exist in some way. Um, so he, he's clearly already someone who feels kind of like separate from the grind of life but then it's almost like he's literally put into the embodiment of what he feels real life is like in this yeah. in this pit uh, so there's, there's a dark irony to that uh, and then there's an irony of course that he then hopes that, once once he, he realises he can't just like escape right? because obviously the first thing he does is try and climb
1: and it's, it's, it's futile it, it, It's sand, you, have you ever tried climbing sand? I've not tried climbing sand because it seems like a stupid idea Yeah, it just collapses in on you it's, it's horrible I also don't
0: think I've ever been in a place where the sand's like a wall that I could even try and climb
1: <laughs> okay no I've been in so yeah oh, no, obviously I've been I've, been, I've been in beaches and stuff but they don't tend to you know no you have to you have to dig a reasonable amount for it to be a solid wall
0: yes yes I've never, I've never dug in that that deep
1: yeah
0: I've, I've dug just about enough to bury a body in and not, no more I'm pretty shallow right not, not, not the full six feet not the full six feet come on Come on, it's a fun day at the beach. I'm not I'm not digging yeah. six feet, are you kidding me? Um, also, no, no context for that. I'll just let that mystery, you know, yeah, linger.
1: <laughs> I think everyone expects you to have done that sometime. <laughs> so,
0: so, so, no, it, it's, it's very... Uh, so, the, the sand represents everything. There's just sand everywhere. It's sick of sand. There's, 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 uh, there's a close-up at one point of him just like scrubbing sand off of his feet. And I'm just like, yeah. oh god, this is just hell.
1: Hell, this is nightmare feel for me at this point. Come on, this sand everywhere. Sand, sand is awful. Do, do you know the worst part about sand? Is, is you all right? So you go to the beach. Yeah, you, you come home. You 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 get all cleaned. You get rid of everything. And then three weeks later, why is there still sand in my shoe? It just <laughs> it just keeps appearing. It's awful.
0: Yeah, because I mean, obviously the first thing they do is he's having dinner and she puts up a little umbrella and he's like, "What's that for?" Like, oh, it's awful. The sand. Because it'll keep to coming the food. Yeah. yeah. It'll just it'll keep coming, and because he wakes up the next morning, she's she's just she's she's sleeping naked. Because the, the idea is that they sleep mostly during the day because it's easier to do all the work at night because it's cooler. Yeah. And she's sleeping naked, completely naked, and he he tries to like leave. He's like, oh, this is awkward. I'm just going to leave. And this is when he realizes the the, the ladder's not there. and he tries to wake her up. But we find out the reason why she's naked is because the sand uh, makes you dry, so you should sleep naked because otherwise you get a rash from your clothes. Your clothes will give you a rash because of that. Mm. Um, and I'm like, okay, all right, it's practical. Sounds very uncomfortable. It does sound very uncomfortable. Very practical. Um, yeah, so obviously over the course of the film, he, he's broken down, and it is uh, it is a depressing ride of just watching someone systematically broken down. Because ultimately... What the film's about is if we're saying the sand represents you know life and society and all all the pressures that you're under is that ultimately people conform to it and yeah, become e- eventually slaves. You, you crack, yeah, you become part of the system and is because one of the big things in the movie is that she is wanting to save up so they 'll give her a radio even though she doesn 't even see herself as a prisoner but that's essentially what she is but. She she wants a, a radio and it's kind of this idea that she's willing to work within the system they've set up to get this this prize, this reward. It's kinda of like in society we oh we, we will get the nice job the best job we can get and we'll keep working so we can buy that boat or whatever it's like, because we want a boat, uh, yeah. But we're still kind of adhered to the system that's created around us. Now, obviously, this is all very uh, ideological, and it's not to say that the the film's like adamantly against capitalism and the system and everything. It's more just about how a human being can feel trapped inside the system.
1: No, so, I agree, and and as as much as you know, you say oh you know it's it's anti-capitalism. That's there uh, absolutely, but. It depends, yeah. You know, what you want to choose, yeah. You you can kind of choose what the sand specifically represents, right? Because it, it it seems almost too easy to say the sand represents everything, but it does. It, does. <laughs> it actually does. <laughs> you, you want it to represent society? Sure. You want it to represent just a family? You know that that you okay? No, you got to do all this yeah, to feed you, your family. Because yeah, because the
0: other thing as well is the idea that he is forced into a role of a husband when he that's not who he is. He's, yeah. they even call him a husband they, they, when the guys come to pick stuff up up top they, they refer to him as the husband Well, he's not married but all of a sudden he's in this, this, me- this domestic life with this woman and she's like cooking food for him and stuff and it's all of a sudden it's, they're making house and he, he's obviously resisting it but it's like no, this is what, so you can almost argue the film is in part, if you want to look at it from the perspective of the the pressure on a man to want to have that normal married life. When no, no, he doesn't want to be settled down. He doesn't. He wants to be free and he wants to have a different type of life. And mm. this is this is the pressure of that, and he's 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 literally forced into it. Um, which again, it goes into the idea of just the system, society,
1: the, the expectations is, yeah. of
0: everyone. Uh, but it's
1: it's all different. You know, pick your system, right? It yeah. it works for any any country, any ideology.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were picking capitalism because that's that's the system we're we're in, so it makes yeah. sense. Um, because I was actually thinking early on in the film that it might be there might be some to do with um, uh, with you know the post Second World War, the post post you know post Hiroshima and Nagasaki, yeah. right? I was wondering if it was when she said that her her husband and daughter had died and they were still down here somewhere and she didn't want to leave and she felt trapped i was i was wondering if like he represents like japan who wants to move on from all this but she represents part of japan who's kind of stuck in the past because of what happened and can't get over it and the film kind of I, I think it kind of drifted more towards what we've already been talking about rather than that but i was still thinking about that as as we yeah, were going on yeah i
1: think those elements are there with the uh, you know the, the the villagers keeping him trapped down there yeah is, is kind of the the, the rest of the world, their perception of Japan at that time period of, you know, Japan's trying to move on, trying to change, but the rest of the world's like, no, 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 we know what you are.
0: Yeah, I was definitely getting 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 vibes of that early on. It was when she mentioned her Falma specifically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, performances are very good. I mean, you've got two actors essentially doing the whole thing. I mean, obviously the the guys who come and see them once in a while are up there, but they're not they're not big parts. It's yeah, it's a two person show. Basically, the two of them, and they've got to carry the entire movie. Yeah, but of course, in them is the cinematography because the camera world does a lot of interesting things. There's a lot of extreme close ups. There's a lot of very sort of visceral like details and things.
1: Yeah, it's got some really interesting cuts as well as to when it chooses to cut
0: because be, this is based on a book but it wouldn't have shocked me if you told me that this was based on a play because I, I can almost see this has been like one camera set up with just the wide shot in the, the, the house yeah you, you
1: could do this as a, as a stage play quite comfortably
0: yeah you'd have the house set and then you'd have like a little bit outside the house set which is like the, the wall where the, where the rope would be and that would yeah. be it that would be the whole stage yeah pretty and much you, and you could pretty much do it that way um, barring like one or two scenes that you just sort of have them explain maybe when you know after the fact well, that's where you just do a set change right yeah well, there's one scene in particular I'm thinking of that I don't think you could do that for. I don't know. Well, it depends. I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is it's so minimal in the, the overall scheme of the movie that I wouldn't think, say it was
1: worth having a second set for it. <laughs> well, no, but yeah. I mean, stage set set changes are simply just, you know, pull it away, put something else in quickly, and mm-hmm. then, you know, back again. Yeah. So... No, it's it's
0: very visceral. Every so often, it'll go back to the score. It, it it does feel like a horror movie. Actually, there's these these harsh strings and like these little slides in the strings.
1: Yeah, um, yeah it, It's very. Uh, it's got these these percussive elements as well that uh, are so completely off time with anything. You, honestly, the
0: the thing that's making me think of first is actually Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, now I can hear you. That's what makes. Me, that's what it makes me think of. Well, I, I was not like. See when the movie started and I was getting that score, I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" I thought this was like a, like a like weird, drama, yeah, erotic drama about a man a woman in the dunes. And there is some eroticism in there, and that's part of the the overall plot. But it's it's definitely not the the core focus that. Oh, that absolutely. I was expecting it might be. Then again, I didn't really know what it was. But I mean, literally, all I know was, uh, you know, teacher gets trapped. By a local, I didn't even read this one out because this this mentions local villagers. I never knew about local villagers. I I just mentioned women traps man in dunes. <laughs> that, that was like all I knew about the plot going in. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much all I knew too. And,
1: and people going, you should watch
0: it. And and honestly, it's not really how that traps them. I mean, she she I mean she's complicit, but she's not really
1: the one who's doing any trapping. Yeah, no, she's she's equally trapped. She she doesn't really think about it as that, but she yeah. is. Yeah, she is. And I, I guess that's
0: again—it's the idea of the married life, where he's like having an existential crisis and midlife crisis about, you know, this is all life is now—is being married and stuff. And yeah. she's like, "No, I'm happy. I like this system."
1: And you know, no, I think one of the the best moments and conversations is is when he's like, "I just want to go up and walk around," mm. and she's like, "Why? What's the point? You just get tired." And he's like, "But it's something different." right it's just it's it's that sense of free. even if you're not really free it's just walking around and coming back yeah it's that illusion that makes you feel better you know we're going to li- you know,
0: and I'm li- sure, correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure the irony of this is that they're having this conversation as they're digging the sand and he's really tired and she's like oh you get used to this and you're not tired anymore trust me you'll be fine yeah. and then they're going yeah. to have this conversation so oh no, that sounds really tiring walking around aimlessly but she, as she's like shoveling sand just repeatedly into a bucket
1: yeah exactly so, but it, it, it it's the idea there of just doing something different, you know that that it's that illusion of being out of the system, right? But not really. You're not really accomplishing anything with it. It just makes you feel a bit better.
0: Yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's. I I was not expecting how tense this was going to be because I I think once he gets down there, and obviously the tension goes up and down depending on where we are, mm. but. Once he gets down there, it basically never lets up completely.
1: E- even when things kind of feel like they're settling down a little bit, there's always this underlying kind of. There's always a baseline of just you know, oh, what if it? What if the sand collapses? What if he tries to make a break for it again?
0: Yeah. Or, or even if it's not that, even if it's attention of what if he's just giving up? Because there's attention to that, yeah. I think. There's a attention there is, to yeah. he's just giving up, we've kind of lost. I,
1: he, I think that comes in, you know, in the, the, the last third or so of the movie. I yeah. think early on, you, you've still got all that hope that, no, no, he's, he's fine, he's going to get through it.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah, I think I'll give the spoiler warning just so we can talk uh, about the whole thing uh, more openly at this point. So, full spoilers from this point on for Women in the Dunes. And. Because obviously, like I say, the whole thing's about him kind of conforming and being forced to just sort of go along with their their system, and I th- I think the, the the sexual part of the film is kind of where it it almost bullet points each section or you know it mm. uh, it caps each section because the first time they have sex, it's kind of an unplanned sort of like just moment of passion and, and rage, where yeah. you know she she tries to stop him from trying to escape and he's like fighting her off. And then they end up fighting back. And it ends in a kind of sexual position. And then they kind of back off from each other. And then it becomes a sex scene. And it's like, okay, so he's kind of desperate. And he's almost just doing a sort of desperate passion more than yeah. anything else. He feels something for her. And then the second time, it's more, arguably a bit more of a sort of traditional scene where she's bathing him. And, it, you know, it starts off just very clinical. But then it gets a bit more sexual as, it, as it's going. And it's like okay now he's just kind of accepting that he's in this life now he's just kind of accepting
1: that he's part of the yeah, system yeah it's it's like you said, it's, it's a very much a, a normal sex scene yeah and that's that's the point it feels every day yeah and then the
0: third one which is where it, it goes like imagine if you're going like down to a line and then that's the line there's one that's in it's beyond the line because later on in the film, he after he's kind of like again, he's, he's at a point now where he's accepted where he is, and it's he's been here for a few months, and he shouts up, "Please, I just want to like see the ocean and maybe let me out for like you know an hour a day to go walk around." Yeah,
1: walk around for half an hour a day. That's it.
0: You can guard me, whatever. I just want to see the ocean. Um, and at this point, I'm like, "Oh God, he's really, he's, you know, mentally he's screwed now because now he's asking for a reward. He wants to work for a reward. He's now part of the system, and." they come back later like the next night or whatever and it's like okay and it's like the entire village of people because we've only ever seen like two or three of them at this point
1: I think it it starts with just one guy talking to him here at this scene it's like oh hey I I hear you want to see the ocean yeah and then like the entire village and a lot of them are on creepy mass there's like you know as a
0: drummer you know drumming on the drums and they basically say well okay as a condition we'll let you go to the ocean every day if you and your missus do you know what what in front of everyone he's like what he doesn't understand it first he's like what do what he's like you heard me you know what um you know to the old lady and he goes and speaks to her and says uh and it's kind of awkward everyone's kind of drumming and waiting up top he's like hey this is what they want us to do and she's like ah don't be silly we're not perverts and just keep shoveling and this gets very awkward and tense very quickly because it's like because earlier on in the film he was speaking to her about um how everyone in the system's kind of selfish and they just kind of look out for themselves yeah right and there's also that irony that he was kind of almost relying on the fact that he is part of all these systems that they would come looking for him because he's missing oh i won't show up to work so they'll come look for me i won't do that so they'll come yeah he tells about how
1: me. oh i left all this stuff in, in my hotel room you know the, the bank check but was open yeah. and so again, Just on the desk. It's the idea that he, he was, screams of someone gone missing. He was complaining at the start about all these systems in place to like,
0: sort of confirm who you are, but now he's relying on them to, in the hope that someone will use that to come and rescue him because you now he's absent. Therefore, yeah. people should care that he's gone. But seemingly no one does. And, you know, so he gave this lecture earlier on about the world being selfish and everyone's out for themselves. And then in this scene, he tries to rape her in front, because she says no, and he tries to force it in front of everyone. And she fights him off, and he kind of realizes what he's doing, and he he, he backs down. He
1: he diffuses it a bit uh, by just saying, "Just pretend, Like We, we yeah. don't have to actually do it. Just pretend, so they think we're doing it, and I can still get my reward. Try to cheat the system here."
0: Yeah, um, and it's kind of like, and this is like ultimately the, the the pit of the pit, where he he is not only like in the system, not only does he want to work by their rules for the reward, he is. He is willing to do something as extreme as this, even pretending to do it, right? But when she says no to pretending, that's that's when he tries to force her. He's at he's absolute bomb. So not only that, not only is he being selfish, and he's being like malicious to those around him. To someone, because the woman is actually really innocent and kind of placid throughout the entire film. She is never, she's complicit in what's going on, but she she's complicit by the way of someone who's like uh who's like brainwashed
1: almost. Yeah, because they tell about how. for for her it's all the young men leave because well there's not much here and you know but they can go to the city and there's restaurants and cinemas so they'd rather do that Mm. so we need to get men from somewhere so they they just see it as like she's like aware that they're kidnapped and it's like not great but it's like well what we're gonna do again it kind
0: of feels like again in a system you, you have the idea that people kind of like hand wave something that should morally cause problems like because I think we see that in society every day. People are like, oh, this is inconvenient for me to like, accept or deal with, so I'll just hand wave it. It's fine. It's not that bad. You know, because yeah. she, she, she's told that the sand that they're selling is actually dangerous for production. Like, it's cheaper and they're doing it under the table, but it's actually dangerous. You know, buildings and dams could fall down because they're using this and
1: not, like, proper materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, ah, it's fine. Like, you know, she, she waves it. It's, it's, it's very reminiscent to, to, to go to a recent event, like a, a year and a half ago, the, the Grenfell Towers in London. Mm. where if you're not familiar it was it was huge fire in this building and and it turns out that there was all this this uh, material that was placed around you know to to make the building look a bit nicer for, for the the richer residents nearby mm-hmm. it was extremely flammable and people just hand waved it and didn't care and then a lot of people died
0: yeah it basically turned out this material essentially turned the building into a giant candle and yeah. yeah, it yeah it was it was horrific, um and she kind of handwaves it and it's, it's 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 that idea of like you see something horrible on the news, and this is not the news. He's just telling her this, but she and, you know then just at home she's like netting away. He's like nah, this this fine, doesn't matter. Um, I'll care about me getting my radio, so I'm gonna keep working on my little things, um yeah. and that, that 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 that's the scene and but you never you never like hate
1: her you, you never like you never begrudge her for what's happening here i think there's a there's a fantastic moment where she says oh i've nearly got enough where i can i've earned this much money yeah and then they burst out laughing at the absurdity of needing money in this system because what's that gonna do them yeah
0: um not even just that he bursts out laughing because he's looking at a book um and it's like a, a farmer and it's like saying, oh, comply and work hard and you'll get yeah. rewards. And he's kind of like, he's laughing at the absurdity that he's realizing they're just, you know, because there was a whole other thing where he's been collecting bugs and taping them to like a, his little display. And it is that irony, of course, is that he's essentially, that's what's happened to him. These, these villagers have put him into like, yeah. a, uh, into a bottle and they've got him on display. Um, but yeah, so so this scene where where he tries to force it to have sex in front of everyone, and he, he does back down eventually because he kind of realizes what he's doing, and you know he the idea that at his core he's not an awful person, and he's realizing what they've almost made him do. But he this is the first because up until this point you're on his side, like he, he's sympathetic the entire film. You're kind of rooting for him to get out. But this is the point where I think to the audience he's crossed the line, and he mm. he has become so desperate and so much a part of this that you you can't actually you know this is where for the rest of
1: the film you're kind of in a weird place with him now yeah it's it's one of those weird months where you understand why he's he did it because he is you you understand that it's the system that broke him right so you're yeah. you're, you're still sympathetic to a degree that well, like, yeah he he made the choice to do that but you we've seen all the the circumstance that led to it and caused him to create to make that choice You can't really sympathise with him
0: in the same way because, for all of his talk, he's kind of become a slave to this system now. Yeah, Um, exactly. And I think for the rest of the film, he's kind of in this weird, murky place where you're not sure how to feel about him anymore. And it's almost at a point where it stops being personal and it becomes like instead of watching a film where you're rooting for a protagonist it becomes like a, almost a, a study. Like it becomes, you, you almost like go behind another pane of glass and it's like, okay, now I'm watching subjects in an experiment <laughs> and mm. I'm analysing how they cope in the experiment. Um, yeah. But it oddly kind of works because because at this point it's not, because I, I think we're analysing the film as a part of, like this is representing society, but there comes a point when you're looking at like things on such a grand scale well, you have to get a little bit inhumane to actually kind of analyze the data properly. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you.
0: And I feel like there's a point in this movie, and I think that's the point where you can't really almost take it on a, just a human level anymore because it's just too painful. <laughs> it's just too hurtful that this is all life boils down to. There's, there's a scene where he says to her, um, "How can you do this every day? You know, you, you're you're sh- you know you're you're shovelling sand to live, but are are you living to shovel sand?" At what point, yeah. you know, is it even worth the effort? Um, and that's kind of what the point of the film is, and it's, it's and that's why it's a really depressing watch because everything that it's kind of examining is kind of like, are we all
1: just wasting our time in life? Are all we doing is yeah. just? I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very glad I watched this on a day off. Because if <laughs> I'd watched this after a shift at work, <laughs> I think I'd feel even worse. Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: I can. I can. I can. I can see that because he, he talks about how he wants to get he, into a, uh, an entomology book. He wants to get his name in there because he discovered this new beetle, this new bug. Yeah. And he he wants to be famous because that's tangible. That's him he's made a difference. He's stood out from the crowd. Um
1: and the movie is I th- I, th- I think it's funny that you you can go as far back as the, you know the 60s here in Japan and, and and still say look everyone wants to be famous. Yeah. Which obviously you know over the past decade or so, you know, that's been a a thing of, of a, a judgment of, of the of the millennial generation, right? It's like, oh, you all just want to be famous, whereas, well, clearly not. When you, when you have films back then examining the exact same thing, yeah, yeah. So,
0: so yeah, it's a really tough scene to watch. It's it's it gets really awkward. This scene where they're all trying to force them to have sex in front of them, and then they're left in this weird place. But I think there's like again, great analysis to have with the the fallout of this where seemingly like days
1: later they're, they're back to just playing house again as if nothing happened it's weird uh, yeah no it, it's it's a coping thing right it's like well we're still stuck down here we can't you know if if that's that's the defining moment then everything that you know every moment from here on out is is going to be even worse so we they they kind of just forget about it just to cope and make it slightly more bearable
0: yeah and he starts, you know, he starts cracking little jokes he starts being almost like a husband at this point he starts to act yeah. more like in that role um, after that point because um, I, I think that scene where he does almost rape her I, I think that scene to him is a wake up moment where it's basically either he is this deranged or he makes the best of it Yeah. and he makes the choice to make the best of it from then on out and I mean that, and I mean obviously it's the better choice of the two, absolutely. But it
1: is a depressing choice. It's like yeah, I, I think arguably that's the that's the moment he was broken. Yeah. When when he chose to okay, well I guess I'm gonna have to just make the best of this. Yeah, he was teetering on it for a long time at that point, but yeah, that's the moment yeah, where he's truly
0: totally broken. The moment. Um, and again, that's kind of the thing. It's like oh, you're young in the world, and you want to make the best of it, and you'll change the world, and do all these things, but there's a point where you have to care about credit ratings and mortgages and you just have to like succumb to the system and it's that yeah. depressing really like that's kind of what the movie's about in a lot of ways this is hey you're about to have a midlife crisis yeah <laughs> and i mean i suppose you could be positive and say now nah, the movie's pointing out
1: it could be worse you could be in a, a sand pit <laughs> yeah but on the other hand you get they're, they're kind of going well this is just as bad it's not it's not really any better or worse It's it's just equally awful no, nah, there's no internet there in this pit. Oh, there would be now. you you could <laughs> definitely get internet down there now. Oh, come on. Radios and
0: TVs were a thing then. They didn't have either of those. She had to work really hard to get that radio.
1: Yeah, but she got one. Aye, just before she left. <laughs> That's uh, irrelevant.
0: Because uh, obviously she, she ends up pregnant at the end. At the end of the film, she she, she starts being in pain. And they called in a doctor. And they they have like several people in. And they have to take her up. And of course, at this point, he's 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 made a little discovery. He one of his efforts to try and escape, and this was like a long shot. He admitted this was a long shot, but he wanted to try and trap a, a raven that he could attach a message to that would hopefully get somewhere that would send for help. And he accidentally discovers that he can actually bring up water in the ground. Yeah, and one of the little well. And one of the ways that they they have been controlling him and made it sort of broke him enough to not try and escape early on. Uh, and force them to do the work, which is by, like, not giving them rations. So they, they got
1: dehydrated and they got yeah. kind of sick. Then they get, what, uh, th- three packets of deba- tobacco and a bottle of vodka once a week. Yeah. And then X amount of water. And it's just like, well, make it last. And presumably food, because they they'd rice and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, but they, they yeah. made a, a, they made points of really establishing yeah. those ones in particular. Um, but he realises he can actually, like, get
0: his own water. It's like, okay, so this, this is power. This is some sort of success and you think is this how he somehow gets out of here is, is this and so he's, he's learning this and he's still a bit of a, something of a scientist and he's working this out but then she gets sick turns out she's pregnant and they take her up and she doesn't want to leave she's actually scared to leave her home You know, this is kind of the I don't know what it's called but it's like prisoners who don't want to leave prison because they, they become so yeah. uh, reliant on the the safety of the walls and the, the the cut off community that they're in but he's left there and the ladder's still there they'd forgotten to take it back up because they were so concerned about getting hurt to, like, a hospital or whatever. Yeah, I think it, it looked like she was maybe miscarrying. Yeah. And he he climbs up, and he sort of hesitates, and he goes up, and he, he actually gets up, and he goes out. And obviously, we've actually glossed over a scene in the middle where he does escape. We have. He makes, yeah. a, he makes a grappling hook, essentially, out of a pair of scissors and some some fabric and yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, because there's a great scene earlier on where he's like, oh, have you got any scissors? You just want to, you know, trim the moustache. Yeah, And, and... It really lingers on her rummaging around, trying to find them. And you're like, oh, okay. He now wants to know where they something. are. That's, that's yeah. all he wanted. That's,
0: that's all he wanted in this scene. And he makes this... And I actually appreciate when he goes on the roof to try and, like, throw the rope up. I appreciate it took, like, eight tries before it worked because I, I always I my eyes a little bit in movies where they have, like, a grappling hook and they throw it up and it always catches onto something
1: perfectly the first time. Well, oh, no, no. I I, I think the rule is always three times, usually. I, so often I see they fail once twice they go in the, the undershoot instead mm. of overshoot they go the opposite direction third time the charm and I get that you go in threes. you don't want to make it too repetitive but I really appreciate here it's like no, no this took way longer yeah this was like kept it, it every time you pulled it it just fell down <laughs> it was like okay I, I imagine this was just they just went just keep going until you get it keep remember, trying be... well I was assuming
0: they're actually on a pit I, I, I was assuming this was something of a set uh... Uh, yeah yeah but I mean, well, the to, laws, to, but...
1: to, to throw this.
0: Yeah. Um, but hey, so so he gets out and he actually runs it this is actually one of, the, one of the scariest scenes in the movie him running about at night um, and then the, the villagers start chasing after him with, with uh, flashlights in the dark and he eventually gets in quicksand and he has to scream for help and he relies on them saving him
1: so he doesn't die and of course they put him right back in the hall. But you see him learning because they've all got boards on their feet to, to spread out the surface area yeah. head, so that they can walk and he's just, you know, sinking. Yep. Um, And at the end, so he goes up and he, he looks
0: out at the water and, and he just he doesn't look satisfied. It's like, it's not quite right. And he he actually goes back to his, his little pit where he's made his little well and he brings up his bucket. And he just comments to himself that, no, 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 escaping can wait for another day. I, I, I want to show someone this. Uh, she's gone. I'll, maybe I'll show the villagers. They'll, they'll respect this. And I'm like, nah well because this is taking power away from them if you can get your own water so this this is almost self-sabotage at this point <laughs> yeah
1: no it's no what this is is, is finally integration with the community yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's basically it's, it's that again going back to this idea
0: of just putting this into the, the society and what it represents it's that, it's, that it's, the, it's the persons who hates their job and they keep saying I'm going to leave this job for something better and they just never do they just keep they keep saying oh, no, I'll, I'll look for a job next month I'll do it next yeah, month yeah. do it next month and then they
1: go do you want to come and do overtime and you go yeah alright then alright so you're last weekend then basically that's, uh, <laughs> that's me every day for the last month
0: <laughs> <laughs> not really but I mean I like money I suppose so so, so that's just that's the sand and it keeps coming back down and there it is but, uh, so you know, it ends with him choosing to stay and but he, he's not self aware though he's not so self- i mean he makes the choice to stay but he's not self-aware that he's become this he 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 says to himself no, no i'll escape
1: in a couple of days time yeah exactly and you could make the argument that okay i mean that the rope ladder's there now he could go back you know he could leave the next day but it's not that is it no yeah but will, will it even stay there though that that's the thing it, yeah. it's I mean you could look at it as you know oh that's that promotion right that's that other job the, the 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 idea of it's there until it's gone and that's when the fear sets in right that's when you go oh shit I missed my chance mm-hmm. yeah so he he you know, we, you know to go back to what you were saying a minute ago of just you know the, the person who says they're going to leave the job and then never does because they think they're like oh well it's fine i can always do it right until it's too late and they realize oh wait shit i'm stuck here yeah. And uh, I think he never, he doesn't quite get to that moment in this movie.
0: No, because I think the point of the movie is getting to that point where he is fully 100%, you know, integrated into this, this society, this world, this system. Yeah. And he is, he is accepted it. I don't even know if accepted is the right word. He he is, he again,
1: he's conformed to it. I, I think conform yeah, is a he's, better he's word. He's broken by it. Yeah. I, uh, accepted would, would imply that he is okay with it, but at the end, he's still like, no, nah, I'll escape. It's fine. Yeah, he still has to have that
0: dangling hope in in another,
1: you know. Right, he's still aware that he's in a shit situation and and should be trying to escape. Yeah. Uh, Because that's the whole movie. The whole movie is about taking him
0: and getting him to this point at the end. And the entire film is designed to, he wants to escape, they'll take his water away he won't do the work. They will keep taking the rations. Okay, eventually he gives in and he'll do it. But he's still biding his time till someone comes and rescues him. Oh, that doesn't work. Oh, he makes a a, a grapple hook uh, with scissors and tries to use that. He gets out. It fails. He's put right back in his place. And you know, and it's just, it's just everything just going down to the point where he's such willing... a
1: crushing movie.
0: As it it's soul crushing, and to the point where they're wanting him to humiliate himself with her in front of everyone for their entertainment. And again, the idea that they're. On display, they're, they're like his bugs. Because that's the other point where he's he's almost he's he's fully integrated. after this, he burns all his stuff. Because yeah. she the woman says she's you know scared of waking up and he's gone. And to comfort her, almost he just grabs his, all his belongings and just burns them. And he's like, "No, yeah. Okay, yeah, where am I gonna go now?" Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's it's a soul destroying as a movie, but it's really effective in doing that. You feel tense the entire time. The movie's two and a half hours long. And I I wouldn't cut anything. I think I think the pacing, the way it slowly goes through all the realizations, I, I think, is kind of
1: important. I think to really buy the, the 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 being crushed and defeated by the system, it has to be long. Yeah. Because it's not a quick process. You can't you can't rush that. Otherwise, you just don't believe it, right? If you miss any of that, you just go. Yeah, I don't really buy that he that he was broken by that. You have to go through everything like this.
0: Yeah. So. And. Yeah, I uh, I I think those are the obvious interpretations of it. There's probably more. There's probably people who have written an entire thesis on this. I know I, think I know it the could quite easily. Yeah, the book that it's based on, I'm sure, gets studied as well. Uh, oh, absolutely. In literature classes, I have no doubt. Um. Uh, interestingly, it was adapted by the writer of the book, uh, Kobo uh, Abbey, who wrote the the book, also wrote a screenplay. Presumably, very faithful then. Yeah. Uh. So, and uh, and Hiroshi. Uh. Tisha Gahara Gahara, Tisha, Gihara,
1: Tisha Gihara, uh, is the director. So yeah. And name. I, I think you know, we we haven't you know, mentioned the the direction. We talked about uh, all the individual elements of of that cut mm. of that fall under the cinematography, the acting. You know, but the direction is impeccable.
0: Oh yeah, it is so confident. Everything works towards um, a single feeling that happens yeah. as soon as he gets in that pit. Your stomach is churning and it never stops. It gets a little bit better at times. It gets worse at other times um and it reaches culmination and at the end you're just depressed because he's not even trying to fight anymore
1: yeah yeah so bleak
0: it it, it's honestly it almost feels like a counterpoint to cool hand look which is a movie about paul newman going to prison and like the guards want to break him and he just won't break like he's just like he's that determined that he will never give up his spirit because that's who he is yeah um and and that's not to say that it necessarily has a much happier ending than this, but it's definitely more hopeful in terms of the the spirit and the idea that it inspires the other prisoners not to lose who they are.
1: Um, yeah, this has no uplifting message at the no, end. No, there's
0: nothing uplifting. This about is just
1: this. yeah, it's all shit. You're all stuck in the system. You're all gonna work in it and until you die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's Monday, right? I mean. A whole week ahead of me, yet. At the time of recording, yeah, everyone else won't be getting this little Friday. Well, I know, I know. I just thought it was it was relevant here. It, see, that that's the you say that on a Friday for most people, it's like, well, I'll be the other weekend you got to look forward to.
0: <laughs> but uh, again, the man-made construct of the weekend to make you feel better about working. Th- Actually, I saw like a great article this week. Some company somewhere was testing. Um, four day week work weeks mm. uh, but it, I mean obviously there's places but longer those, days yeah obviously there's other places that well no that was the thing it wasn't longer days oh they days. weren't doing the longer days because obviously there's places that have you know, different shift. obviously but if you think of the traditional office job of nine till five or whatever in a week yeah all they did was cut a day they cut Friday it was just Thursday nine till five and they found that people were more productive because it turns out people will do the exact same amount of work in four days and five days they just waste less time
1: I I completely believe that you know I I know I will you know like procrastinate the shit out of something that right like when you're at, you know college or university you know, yeah, you've yeah. got a project to be done you got an you know 10,000 word essay I know people who would have the same essay and would be working on it for 3 months and I'd go eh, I'd give it a night <laughs> still got done still got a reasonable grade yes, and it's no, like but... I, I, um, that, that did, uh,
0: backfire on me once when I ended up with like three essays and over two days to do. And that was a soul crushing 48 oh, hours yeah, of work. Yeah. But I, I
1: always planned the exact minimum amount of time I needed.
0: Um, yes, no, I, I, I completely believe it. I completely believe that people procrastinate and waste time because they know the time's that it waste. If you, because you know, they can. Now, yeah. obviously, there's a point where you can make it too short and it would actually be a struggle to get everything done. But clearly, the five work day of an office job is actually just too much, and force plenty. <laughs> so, it, And it made people have a better mood, because they had three days off in the week, and it was really successful. Uh, so hopefully more people adopt that, because it actually sounds like it's a better idea. Um, so no just just i don't know i thought it was interesting i thought it was interesting that you no know, it it's actually just more productive even though there's no more time to actually work and they paid them the same amount this is the thing then cut the pay Then you know there was no negative side to it it was just we'll pay the same amount for four days work you're doing all the same amount of work you're just doing it in less time
1: yeah
0: and it got it's done you're salaried it's all good right yeah so uh yeah clearly there's improvements to making the system uh and in lots of places um not even just in working conditions. I, th- I think you know you have to look at healthcare. You have to look at everything else. Everyone worries about all the time. Uh, but you know, um, not to get. Let's just leave that there. <laughs> that's, that's the whole spiraling conversation to go on.
1: Yeah, and that's before we even get into you know robotics taking jobs in in the near future. Yes. What? Well, well, my advice to everyone
0: uh, younger than me, I guess not that I'm even that old. But uh, if you if you're in the high school right now, I would say specialize in robotic maintenance. I feel like that's what you want
1: for the future, <laughs> because that's yeah. that, that'll be what the jobs are. I mean, I mean, you, you, I mean, you know, pe- Some people scoff at it. It's like you can see it already. Look at self-service machines in the shops. Oh yeah, no doubt. Take takes one person well, well, to staff do... instead of ten. I mean, it already kind of happened with factories, right? Like, how many factories once upon a time would have been people and? In... Yeah, but people always go, "Well, it won't be my job." People need the interaction with things like that, and and you know, shops approved. No, not really. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I I, I prefer not having the interaction.
0: I love being able to order food online because I don't have to talk to someone on the phone. It's amazing. No, it's
1: true. I, I always feel like slightly guilty when I use the self-service machines because I'm like, I know I've just stolen someone's job by using this really, you know, consistently, but I don't really want to talk to someone at the till and make that you know, that fake small talk that you have to make. It's like, oh yeah, how's your day? It's like, I don't care. I just want to buy my stuff <laughs> and get out.
0: And the say us millennials are, are becoming less sociable. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But hey, so... No, I mean, like... Obviously, it's a very depressing message. And I, I think that the point of the film is not so much to make us all miserable and depressed. I think the point of the film is to... Honestly, just... keep keep in mind our own
1: mental health as we're living yeah i I think it's a uh, an awareness message yeah be be aware yeah the system's kind of this shit but everyone's in the same system together
0: yeah but be aware of it and you know do do whatever you need to do to 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 cope with it yourself but um yeah i don't think it's about yeah let's all be depressed and go and think about suicide i think it's no no just be aware of it, understand why it's the way it is and and just you know
1: take care of yourself yeah i think it's saying you know maybe maybe even don't necessarily try and fight the system too hard like you know like he does at first because you might end up you know worse off if you can accept it and find some sort of happen because at the end he's he's kind of happy right you know he's like oh i found something i can go and share i can share this with people
0: yeah i mean as i said the the precedent that he wants to go and Because if you look at it in the context of the movie, he wants to, it's basically Stockholm Syndrome. He wants to go and give his captors, like, hey, I did something good. Give me a treat.
1: Yeah, no, it is depressing when you look at it like that. But I I think you could choose to look at it as, I mean, he's more content now. I mean, right, even at the start of the movie, he wasn't content because he was, yeah, we had that monologue about all the systems. Where now he is. So maybe in some ways that's better for him. Yeah. Um, yeah I
0: find Yeah, it's the idea of that you're rebellious when you're younger and then you, you you get some sort of and it obviously goes different for different people but yeah the idea that some people get to a certain age and they become a bit more relaxed with life because they they they, they accept certain things and work within you're like, eh,
1: well I've only got so much time left what's the point <laughs> I might have enjoy what I can rather than try and do that yes, yes. En- enjoy what you can instead of long for what you can't have I, I-, I guess is what it's saying at some points
0: and, of course, uh, help us circumvent this misery by going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash mm. <laughs> oh, T V. Come on, that was perfect. That was a oh, perfect segment to Patreon. It was.
1: That was perfect. You to I'll leave a little slide that we didn't do the ratings yet.
0: Yeah, we'll do the ratings. Well, I've forgotten the ratings, but I just took it a too, too to, too to segue. It was but you can go to patreon.com slash TV. you can support what we do here if, if we give you a small release from the commissary that is your day-to-day life whether that's just something to watch when you're you know at home and going to sleep or you listen to it in your commute because you want something to, or if you're like tim who gets to listen to podcasts when he's at work all day which sounds great to me i don't know
1: yeah i depending on on the day i'm in and what i'm doing that day i i do sometimes get to listen to, to podcasts or music which is, is which is nice Oh, sounds like the dream to me. I don't know. It's um, it's like you know, like one and a half days out of five or six No, wait. Now I sound like now I, now I sound
0: like John P though, because I'm like I don't know. Actually, I'd rather not have the, the soul crushing job. But I'm like, no, if I have,
1: I can, I think i better have the well, job. It, then, you know? then if I can listen to podcasts, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it makes the day a bit better. So. Yeah, we should. Rate,
0: we should. Rate. I mean, obviously, Patreon. Yeah, I mean, help us out. Good supporters, if you if you like what we, we do, um, and you get some bonuses. You get to vote once a month, like this episode was. You get to vote. Uh, the voting this month for for the next one, uh, it's four films that were high ranking on our last countdown, our last top fifty, which was the top fifty movies in the nineties. Uh, the movies were as follows: uh, Eyes Wide Shut, Shawshank Redemption, Silence of the Lambs, and The Truman Show and those are the four that are up for vote right now, Uh, the reason why that's happening is because we've made this new tradition where whenever we're doing the next countdown, we have the vote be four films from the last countdown that we've not reviewed yet, Uh, so so that's that's what's happening, Uh, so yeah, we did a countdown at the end of the month, we're going to do a top 50 world cinema, uh, or foreign language if you want to sort of phrase it more accurately, but world cinema just sounds better, and that is uh, what we're going to do at the end of the month so that's kind of why we we, we picked a bunch of foreign films this month that, that's just a coincidence actually because this, this was this was up against other non-foreign films but yes here we are yeah. uh, so go to Patreon and have a look at all that stuff uh, you can look at the vault. You can look at uh, all the stuff you get early. Uh, even one dollar a month is a great help. Um, of course, if you want, don't want to do it that way, if you if you can't support us on Patreon, don't feel too bad. You can of course watch the ads on YouTube. Turn off your ad block. Watch the ads. Uh, and obviously, liking, subscribing, commenting, all that stuff does help. Uh, but so it's weird that I did that first. But now let's roll back and rate the film. Yeah, 10. cycle
1: all the way back round. Yes, yeah, do that. So, so that's what you did there. The trick is, they had to listen through the spiel to get the the, the, <laughs> the final result. You got, you got, you, you're giving them something a little, little consolation afterwards for for a, sticking with it. A post plugging scene, if you will. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, would you would you rate it
0: out of ten? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it a nine. I think it's excellent. Yeah, I'll agree with a nine. I, I I think the nine's uh is that Uh, so might this appear on one of our top fifties at the end of the month, or both of our top fifties? You will find out then. Come back for more exciting anyway uh, but that—that that is Women, Women in the Dunes you can of course uh, check it out for yourself if you've not seen it um, so yeah we're done that's thats the episode uh, yeah you, the... You, you don't know how
1: to end this now you don't know what you plugging I don't know what i plugging yeah
0: usually I transition to plugging after the ratings but I've done that already uh, guys on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates you can get me on Twitter at wibble89 you get Connor on Twitter at Ryan 94 but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies guys